Welcome to the You Glow Nurse Podcast, where we are growing and glowing through our nursing journey and practicing real self-care along the way. Ready for the real glow up? Join the conversation with me, your host, Fallon Lopez, BSN RN, Certified Health and Wellness Coach and CEO of RU Well, where I empower new nurses to adapt to busy nurse life by creating real self-care strategies that boost energy and build real self-confidence. So if you're struggling to keep afloat in this busy nurse life and ready to ditch the hustle culture, this is a space for you. Let's dive on in to today's episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe to our online community and here on the podcast for more self-care resources. Let's do it, y'all. Well, hey, what's going on, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the You Glow Nurse Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so happy you popped on and you decided to join us. If you are listening and you have not subscribed, what are you doing? Go ahead and commit to us. Subscribe, like, leave a comment, leave me a review, and share with another nurse that you know would enjoy this wellness conversation. We need this in our lives as busy nurses. And tonight, today, whenever you're listening, I have a really good one for you. So I have a question, nurses. Are you ready to change your life? Right. That's what this wellness is all about. That's what this healthy living is all about. We're changing cycles. We're breaking cycles. So are you ready to change your life? Do you want to change your life? You're tired of of the way you've been living, hopping from one quick fix to another, but yet still feeling burnt out. In order to be the best nurse, to give the best care, to show up effectively, becoming more self-aware is how you can do that. And today I want to talk about self-awareness. Being self-aware has its advantages. You're able to see the need for growth. You are able to see your strengths. You're more aware of you, self-aware, self-aware. But it's something that we have to practice. Well, me personally, I'm saying sometimes we and no, me, I'm practicing this every day to be more self-aware. And the more you strengthen this awareness along the way comes better management of the emotions and the feelings. And you, you know more about yourself. You know when you need to rest. And you know when you need to bounce back. The bounce back game is strong. And as nurses, we need that. We need that self-awareness to tell us, okay, bring it back, sis. Bring it on back. (laughs) Slow down. You know, what are you doing here? How are you helping? What can you do to help? What, what, you know, what can you add to this situation? Being more self-aware as a nurse is a huge, like, a huge skill. That is so important. There he goes. I put the banner on. So today I want to share a few ways that you can embrace self-awareness and using this self-awareness tool in your health journey, nurses, because how many of us realize, look, being so focused on others does not help your longevity as a nurse. You're not going to be a nurse for very long if you continue to be so focused on others. Yes, it is a passion. We love helping others. But how are we putting ourselves first? How are we taking care of our own health and wellness needs? If you continue to be so others focused, you really aren't giving yourself the space and the grace to do what you love for very long. You will burn out. So 
let's get into those tips on how you can embrace your self-awareness journey. But I want to make a few announcements before we get into it. So if you haven't already joined my wellness community, for those of you listening, not, not only here on the podcast, I want to serve you outside of the podcast. I want to connect with you on my social media, on my email campaigns. I'm sending weekly insights, weekly tips, keeping you in touch with all of the events that I'm going to have coming up this year, which I'm so excited. So please join my wellness community. Click the link in the show notes for more. Also complete the wellness survey that's down there as well. Do me a solid favor. Go ahead, help me get better at creating content. That's what I want to do. Get better at serving you, giving you what you need. So if you can go ahead, take that quick survey down below in the show notes. I would appreciate you for that. All right, let's get back into our topic. Just had to go over a few announcements (laughs) real quick. All right, so self-awareness is more than just, oh, I know myself. I know myself very well. I know what I like. I know what I dislike. It's more than just knowing yourself better. It's also, here's the kicker. Here's another twist. Let's turn it up a notch. It's also being able to manage the emotions that come up, manage those feelings, Because you're more self-aware, you know how you're feeling, what you need, knowing how to manage those emotions and feelings, and also having those healthy coping mechanisms to deal with those feelings and emotions by being more self-aware of what you need for self-care. When you know better, you do better. So for me, that that's something that I had to learn. Like before, I I I didn't know what I didn't know. You know, like I didn't know that I was actually digging the hole deeper by you know doing having pity parties and woe is me mindset. I didn't know I was digging that hole deeper. So what I didn't know, I just didn't know. But now that I know. When you know better, that's when you do better. So being really honest, being open, transparent to learning, to to being able to deal with the emotions. Yes, you're aware, but what do you do with the emotions? How do you cope with them? And, you know, it takes time. It takes some some therapy. It takes some some graciousness, some compassion from yourself. But self-awareness is where it starts. It's always, it's a journey. And nurses, I just want to remind you, you can still be on your healing journey while helping others. You can still honor your own health goals while taking care of others. And I'm here to show you how. So I wanted to just go back to um, a, a a study, a, a study, I guess kind of like a, a study, just a personal story that I wanted to share Um working with my clients and with others along in my journey, I noticed like a common thread, a common thread among people when they're trying to change their life, when they were trying to improve their habits, there was this, this, this lack of personal responsibility. And for me personally, for a long time, case study, that's what I was trying to say. I want to share a case study with you. It's my own personal case study. Um, You know, when you just fail to find that word and it just pops up. I was like, I got to go back to this. <laughs> I have to finish this statement. So I want to share a case study with you really quick. Uh, something that I've noticed working with clients, different clients, and in my own journey, personally in my own journey, that's what I, I can share with you today. I just noticed this common thread among the pe- people that I would help um, as well as my in my own, the lacking of the personal responsibility. I did not take 
responsibility for my actions. I was always reacting, you know, just to the heartbreak, to the letdown, to the criticism, the tough criticism. I was just reacting versus responding. It was more of a reflex, reflex thing, a reflex thing, like just that knee jerk reaction. It was just like, okay, that hurt my feelings. I'm just going to go and be feeling bad about myself. I'm going to go and just feel, you know, oh, they're picking on me, you know, instead of like taking a pause for the cause, sitting with that. Okay. Maybe I'm tired. Maybe that's why I'm taking things personally. Maybe, you know, I'm overreacting. Maybe I'm underreacting because of certain things that are going on in my life. You know, I haven't slept. I didn't have lunch. I'm, I'm still thinking about things with my family. You know, I wasn't as self-aware back in the day. And maybe it's just getting more mature, <laughs> getting more mature, but some people don't learn this still. Um, in their mature years. So being more self-aware has helped me to move from just a reacting point of view whenever something happened, whether it's at work, in my personal life, to more of a responding point of view. And that's um, where I learned a lot about myself. I learned that I tend to throw pity parties. I just literally shared a a reel today about the woe is me attitude. I didn't realize that is how I operated in the throwing pity parties and woe is me. I really had a scarcity mindset. Like I don't have enough education. I don't have the right relationships. Or here's the one that always held me back from pursuing my health goals, for from pursuing what I wanted to do for my health or losing weight or going to the gym. Like, oh, well, I don't have the genes. I don't have good genes for the body. You know, my mom gave me the flat booty. Like I don't have the strong muscles. I don't have the metabolism. So why even work out? I would rather think that (laughs) mindset, which maybe it could have been true. You know, I don't have the genes, but where is the personal responsibility? Where is my power? I am hopeless at this point. This mindset would keep me stuck in, in down in the dumps, you know, and I don't want to operate from that point of view, the way that I will operate from that scarcity mindset was just not a place where it was empowered. Self-care and therapy, also learning more about my learning more about myself changed everything. But I had to let go of all that I had learned in my past. So I I was relearning some things. I was unlearning and relearning <laughs> new habits, new self-confidence, and it all started with self-awareness. So That was just a little personal story that I wanted to share with you because I know what it feels like, Um, you know, you walking around kind of like with a paper bag over your head, like just seeing just what's in that bag. You don't see anything else outside like, okay, the sky is blue. There are cars coming. You know, maybe I need to stop. You know, it's just seeing right there in front of you, the darkness, just very like just like in this bubble almost where you're not really aware, you're just limited, very limited. And that's what it felt like. So sharing that, I hope it resonated. Um, But now Fallon has learned some things. Fallon moving on. She out here trying to grow and glow. And I wanted to share a few things that can help you in your self-awareness journey as well, nurses. Because like I said in the beginning, self-awareness will help us Pull it back, pull it back. Okay, sis, calm down, bring it back. When to rest, self-awareness will let you know when to rest and when to push forward. Um, so we, we need that as busy nurses because we go all the time. We are on the go. 
So how can it improve your overall life as a busy nurse? Okay. I wanted to share the definition of self-awareness, and I, I think I went into it a little bit in the beginning, but just really quickly, just for those that may need a more foundational base, self-awareness is your ability to perceive and understand the things that make you who you are as an individual, including your personality, your actions, your values, beliefs, emotions, and thoughts. Honestly, I went around in this world not realizing that I had my own individuality. I had my own values and beliefs and emotions and thoughts. I I mean, I knew I had my own thoughts and my emotions, but, you know, it was very just good and bad. I feel good today. I feel bad today. I feel good. I feel bad. You know, it was very limited, Um, but essentially... Self-awareness is a psychological state in which the self becomes the focus of attention. That is from verywellmind.com. Really good uh, article that I read about self-awareness. I think it's just maybe my upbringing as a Latina. Um, No shade to my parents, to my culture at all. We are very... um, you know, others focus. And maybe that's how I got into nursing, you know, just because I was always like uh, brought up in that way to be caring about the community, the family as a whole. It wasn't no self, nothing. Yourself, what? You're selfish. And then, you know, the, also the, the Christianity part, you know, you want to be a good Christian. The Bible says give to others, you know, do unto others as you would do to yourself, love your neighbor before as you love yourself. You know, those verses were thrown at me. So for me, self-awareness was a new concept, even just like a what self I can be focused on myself. Isn't that selfish? So for those of you that may struggle with this thoughts pattern as well, that maybe this came up for you as well in your self-awareness journey, let's read the selfish definition so we can get a better understanding. Look, I like me. I love me some definitions. Let's break it down. Okay. Selfish. Lacking consideration for others. Concerned chiefly with one's own personal profit or pleasure. That is totally different from self-awareness. Totally different. This is selfish is lacking the consideration of others, just chiefly concerned with one's own personal profit or pleasure. Self-awareness is a learning. It's an ability to perceive and understand yourself better. It says nothing about, you know, putting yourself above others, lacking consideration of others. It just means that you're trying to understand yourself better. You're trying to get to know how you're feeling, what you're feeling. So nowhere in the definition of self-awareness is this selfish personal profit or, you know, just chiefly concerned with your own, own pleasure or motives. Like it's selfish. Being selfish is chiefly focusing on yourself and without the consideration of others. But you need self-awareness <laughs> to be considerate of others. Like you need to love yourself first in order to love someone else. That's literally what self-awareness is about. You And you need to learn about yourself. That's how I'm interpreting it. Let me know what you think. Self-awareness is learning to more about yourself so that you can 
learn to appreciate others. How can you appreciate anyone else and learn and perceive anything about anyone else if you don't know anything about yourself? And like I said, I was walking around here (laughs) not realizing I had values and beliefs that were different from my family members. So it has been a journey. So I wanted to share a few things that can help you in your self-awareness journey. So point one, something that helped me get more self-aware, get quiet, find out more about me and what I need and my needs and my self-care, journaling. Bam, son. And don't talk about, I don't have time for journaling, Fallon. (laughs) I, I can't even sit and quiet my thoughts. Try bullet journaling. Just, just simply asking yourself questions, naming feelings, planning your day, doing a to-do list, a small to-do list. It, it may sound like, what? Journaling? Like, I don't have time for that. I know what I need to do for the day. I put it in my phone. It's something about the pen and the pad, putting the pen to the paper, writing the vision, your mind connects to that vision. Your mind believes that vision. Whatever you put to the paper, your mind can start envisioning it and you start to work it out. You start to, dare I say, manifest these things, you know, and things become clear. You start to see your bigger picture. You start to see strategy. I also do prayer journaling. So I'm talking to God. I'm like, Lord, show me what is your will for me. This is my issues. This is how I'm feeling today. But what does your word say about me? What does it say about Fallon today? You know, so journaling has helped me tremendously, even if it's just for a few minutes in the morning, 10 minutes, just to see like, okay, this is how I'm feeling. This is what I need. This is how I want to show up. This is my to-do list, which brings me to point two, while you're journaling, create a needs list. Now I heard this for the first time at a Sarah Jakes Roberts uh, convention a couple years ago, and she had this amazing therapist on, and we were just talking about self-care. Um, I was unfortunately not in in the in the conference, but I was online. Look, online matters too. Um, <laughs> And the therapist shared with us, create a needs list, create what you need for your everyday. What's going to help you be a hundred every day? What are the top three things, the top five things? And can I let you know, I did not know what to put on that list. I was like, I need food. I need sleep. Okay. Those are basic things, but look, that's what I need. I need family time. Oh, I need alone time. I need some alone time every once in a while. I need to work out. Baby, I need my eyeliner done. If I don't have my eyeliner for the day, I am not feeling 100 at all. Look, y'all can have the lashes. Y'all can have the eyebrows. But me and my eyeliner, we're going to be cool. And we're going to make it through the day. And I'm going to show up productive. And I'm going to feel bomb. And I'm going to feel confident. (laughs) So what are the things that you need? Creating that needless. And, you know, if you don't know what you need, if you don't know exactly, you know, what are the things that you want to show, want in your life to show up at a hundred to make you feel a hundred and put together and like you're taken care of. If you don't know what those things are, this is your chance to experiment. You know, like sometimes less is more. You don't have to do all of the things like running, cooking all your meals, uh, doing the all the massages and the, the you don't have to do all of the things, the the scrubs and making sure because everything is self-care now. 
that's how they're marketing it. You know, like everything is self-care, which is true. There's more things that we think is self-care, but honestly, less is more, especially if you're trying to find out. So stick to your basics. And this is what I help my clients do. We stick to the basics. We get back to the basics, honey, and rebuild from there. We stick to food, fitness, and mental health. Using those three, we then begin to create from there and branch out. So if you don't know what you want to put on that needs list, it's okay. It was a strange concept to me too when I practice it. Um, but it, it then came into fruition and it then grew even more. So give it a try. Let me know how it feels. Um, something that you can start with is like morning and evening routines. Like I need to wake up at a certain time. I need to drink my water. You know, I want to have a healthy breakfast. What do I need for my day to start off positive? What do I need? Sometimes it starts with the bedtime routine. Like I need a bedtime routine. I need to get to bed on time. I need to have eight hours. Maybe you need six to seven hours. That's you. Look, no judgment. But I need I need my beauty sleep, honey. <laughs> oh, y'all. I have been exhausted. Like, side note, I have been the last couple of weeks. Look, uh, this was a struggle to come on here today. It's just been a lot. Um, but I praise God to God be the glory that I'm pushing through. Um, I'm being aware of what I need. So yesterday, the last few days I've been taking it off. Um, but I felt like this was a really good message to share with busy nurses, how to be more self-aware. So this was a push through day and I'm feeling really good. You know, it's something that I love to do. So knowing what is your limit and when it's to push through, you begin to learn and it begins to evolve you know, in seasons, throughout times in your life. Sometimes you have push through seasons. Sometimes you got rest seasons and it's knowing your body along the way, knowing what you need along the way. And the way that you tap in, the way that you find that out is be, by becoming more self-aware. And so last point that I'll share with you to help you become more self-aware and to help you in your self-awareness journey so that you can embrace your self-awareness journey uh, completing personality tests or assessments. Ooh, fun. <laughs> Another test. So that's something that I did personally with my coach. Um, um, thank God for her. She's amazing. Alex, shout out to Alex. She helped me through a couple of personal personality tests and assessments. I did the Myers-Briggs Briggs assessment. There's a couple other, the DISC assessments, you know, things that you can pay for that you can find the free versions online just to get to know yourself a little bit better. And it's so like, it's so interesting when you get to see these results and you're like, did I, is that, I knew that about me. And it's just like, you learn new levels to it. You learn your leadership style, how you react with people. Am I really an introvert or an extrovert? I'm kind of like an extroverted introvert, like an ambivert. I'm learning that. I'm learning to protect my peace. So a lot of that came from completing personality tests. And then I did another one, love languages. Have you done that one? Uh, and there are other strengths tests that you can do to learn more about yourself. You're worth the investment. Take a few, uh, you know, a few moments to do that. You can look 
the free versions up online and um, even spend some money for that because it's interesting to learn more about yourself. And I didn't know that there was so much out there and I wish I would have invested sooner. It just helps guide you and navigate you. Now these results aren't just like in hardcore, you know, just set in stone that that's how you're going to be forever. Like I said earlier, there's seasons to it. Some days, some seasons, you're going to be grinding it out. You're going to be this tough do you know just going for it maybe some seasons you're more on the soft side you're more resting gathering yourself growing nurturing you know we have seasons and just these personality tests help you learn more about yourself and just bring things to light and like hmm maybe i need to work on this maybe i want to work more on that you know and just learning more about yourself i think it's interesting okay last point to embracing your self-awareness because my energy level is getting low, y'all. I'm trying them. I'm already feeling it. Okay. And maybe it's the light. Um, Last point. A way to embrace your self-awareness. Spending time alone. Boom. Mic drop. Are you ready for that? Some people can't do it. And I honestly, I, I've done the spending time alone, taking my dates, myself out on dates and things like that. But I was always on my phone or something like I was like texting a friend or I would make a friend. I wasn't really spending time alone. So spending time alone, going on a date, taking yourself to a massage, being disconnected. I think that's even more of a challenge. Taking time to journal, you know, just enjoying your alone time with nobody else with you bothering you moms. I know this might be hard for you, you know, busy nurses, entrepreneurs, it might be a little bit tough for you to disconnect, but with nobody else's agenda in mind, only your own pick, you know, a couple hours of the day on the weekend, on the weekday, commit to spending your time alone, find out what you like, what you don't like, talk to different people, you know, like go to different places, try on new clothes. You, you never know what you'll find out. Okay. Becoming more self-aware, y'all, is a huge building block. It is a huge learning. It is a huge learning curve to learn more about yourself by creating self-care that really cares for you. That is how you're going to be become better at being self-aware. It's just you're going to have that better self-care and you're really going to know what you need. And it all starts from the self-awareness. Not just, okay, I know about myself. I know what I don't like. I know what I I like, but really taking the step further to manage those emotions, those feelings, those values, those beliefs that come up and finding that self-care that really cares for you. It's not being selfish. So let's just cut that out. If you've ever felt that way, let's just, eh, it ain't. No. Self-awareness and selfishness is two different things. You're learning more about yourself so that you can better manage your emotions with self-awareness so that you can, in return, love others better so that you can be in relationship better. And selfishness is all about just being about yourself and not wanting to include others. It's chiefly being about yourself. It's not about being selfish. Self-awareness is really about acknowledging and understanding what makes you you. What makes you you? That's that's what it is. The good, the bad, and the ugly. But learning and growing and glowing from it all. And I know, I get it. As a busy nurse, it may, you know, the times, the 
the responsibilities, everything that we have on our to-do list may not allow much time for self-reflection, but I challenge you that your self-care depends on it. So take the next steps in your healing journey, and I'm here to show you how wellness is how we win. Self-sacrifice is not a part of the nurse lingo anymore, so you better remove that from your verbiage. No more are we self-sacrificing. We're putting ourselves first. We're learning to heal while helping others. You can still be on your healing journey while helping others. So if any of this resonated with you, please connect with me. Join my wellness community online, my email community, and subscribe to the podcast. If you're here, if you're listening, go ahead, subscribe to the You Glow Nurse podcast, make it official, leave me a review, send this episode to somebody that may enjoy it as well. And if you would do me a huge favor for those of you that are the wellness my, my wellness people, please click the link below to do a survey, to complete a survey so that I can better serve you. I'm on a mission to empower nurses by creating self-care that heals, that nurtures, and I want to create better content for my nurses out here. So if you are a part of this wellness community, help me better serve you. Complete the survey with the link in the show notes for more content that will be coming very, very soon. I cannot wait to share that all with you. So go ahead and click the link for the survey below. I can't wait. Thank you again for all of you that have listened, that have joined. Uh, And I will see you next time. Let's do this wellness thing, y'all. Bye.